Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, the 24th of August. Today, the sun sets on Isaac Rankin's time at the Gold Coast. The Sydney Sixers captain wants Cricket Australia to show Steve Smith the money, and Nick Kyrgios set for another legal battle. But first... There's a brand new dance craze hitting the NRL. Not the Monster Mash, but the Munster Mash. I see what you did there. Cam Munster is once again at the centre of the ultimate tug of war between his current club, the Melbourne Storm, and the league's newest franchise, the Dolphins. It's been widely reported for some time that the Dolphins have prioritised the Storm star and will be offering him a big money deal when he becomes eligible to receive offers as a free agent from November 1st this year. And while the Storm might have lowballed Munster in the beginning of their negotiations, it seems Melbourne have found some extra space in the salary cap. Cameron Munster, we're all wondering uh, whether he's going to stay at Melbourne. Uh, you've been critical of the offer that Melbourne had proposed earlier. Are they in the ballpark after today's discussions? Yeah, I wouldn't say critical. I just think that... They're... Well, it was yeah, low. It was low. But they're, they're, yeah, they are. They, they are. are. After today, they're in the ballpark. The magic uh, figure, the million dollar mark, did they uh, did they breach that? I've got to protect my client there, Kenty. <laughs> uh, He's, you know, I'm a player agent, I look after Cameron and that's that's private, that stays with us. Munster's manager, Brayton Astor, on NRL 360 last night, revealing that the Storm have upped their offer, putting the pressure on his client to decide whether to stick with the club that helped mould him into the superstar he's become or whether to return home to his native Sunshine State. Cameron's got a really, really tough decision to make and there's still a lot to play out in all of this, but today was very productive. It was great. Justin and Matty Tripp were outstanding and, you know, Matty's doing everything he can to keep him there and Cameron loves the place, so it's, it's, it's going to be the hardest decision of his life. If Munster decides to remain in the Purple and Navy, the Dolphins already have a plan B. If Latrell Mitchell does come on to the open market, I can confirm with you that the Dolphins will make a huge play at Latrell Mitchell. It will be a three-year deal, and they will try to secure his services to be a fullback there. This will be for 2024, not for next year. So Dolphins fans, stand down. Triple M's Ben Dobbin reporting that Wayne Bennett looks set to use his close relationship with South's fullback Latrell Mitchell to attempt to lure the star to join the Dolphins in 2024, which is a great position to be in. Cam Munster or Latrell Mitchell? I guess the only concern is, what happens if they both say no? Away to Rankin in the pocket. Oh, miraculous. He's a highlight machine. Add that to the Rankin file. (laughs) Isaac Rankin, the super talented small forward dynamo who at the age of 22 has just enjoyed a career best breakout season with the Gold Coast Suns, kicking 29 goals. But Isaac wants to get out of the glitter strip. Rankin yesterday told the Suns he wants the club to explore a trade back to his native South Australia, specifically with the Adelaide Crows. And I can see why. Reports are that the Crows have offered the former number three draft pick a five-year deal at around $800,000 a season, while the Suns' offer was at a comparatively meagre $650,000 a season. Take the money. But just because Rankin wants the cash and wants to go to the Crows doesn't mean it's a done deal. Because he's still in the early stages of his career, Rankin doesn't yet qualify for free agency, meaning the Crows will have to pony up a trade deal the Suns deem acceptable to part ways with Rankin's undeniable talent. Now, whether that includes players, draft picks, or a mixture of both remains to be seen. But with the trade period set to begin on September 30th, clock is ticking for both clubs to get a deal done. And speaking of deals that need to get done, Sydney Sixers captain Moises Enriquez believes it's time for Cricket Australia to... Go 
but not for him, for the man he wants to play alongside in the pink for the upcoming Big Bash. Back-to-back brilliance from Steve Smith. The second straight hundred on his home ground. Steve Smith, at this stage, will not take part in the upcoming BBL season after declining to sign with the Sixers. And Henriques believes that since the governing body found a way to get a special deal done to ensure Master Blaster David Warner participates in the local competition, they should be looking at a similar arrangement to make sure the man they call Smudge suits up as well. Pay that man his money. Warner is being paid a reported $340,000 to turn out for the City Thunder, with Cricket Australia stumping up most of that cash. And while this Sunday the league will hold its first ever draft for the available international players, it remains to be seen if one of the country's most talented batsmen will be involved in the Big Bash this summer. Remember when Nick Kyrgios almost won Wimbledon only to be defeated in the final by Novak Djokovic? Who can forget it, right? But the other unforgettable moment from that final happened in the third set when Nick became, uh, let's call it frustrated with a certain spectator. Distracting me when I'm serving in a Wimbledon final. There's no other bigger occasion. You didn't believe me. She did it again. It nearly cost me the game. She's drunk out of her mind in the first row speaking to me in the middle of the game. What's acceptable? Nick then went on to deliver that now infamous quote. The one that looks like she's had about 700 drinks, bro. The one who looks like she's had 700 drinks, bro. And that single sentence looked to have landed Nick in court. The woman at the centre of the fiasco, Anna Pallas, who was removed from the crowd after Kyrgios' complaint, has now launched legal action against the Aussie tennis star in an attempt to clear her name. Pallas, herself a lawyer, claimed Kyrgios made reckless and entirely baseless allegations against her and that on the day she'd only drunk a Pims and a single glass of rosé. That is not her drunk voice. Pallas says any damages she's awarded will be donated to a charity and that the only reasons for the defamation proceedings are to, quote, obtain vindication and prevent repetition of the allegation. Which is going to be difficult, because if you Google Nick Kyrgios drunk fan, no less than 174 results come up probably 175 now if you include this podcast. So, sorry, Anna, but the genie's already out of the bottle on this one. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Wednesday the 24th of August. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.